Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Dell Harris joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. This is the Wendy's Big Show, former NBA head coach, head coach of your Milwaukee Bucks, and also coach of the Los Angeles Lakers in the early part of Kobe Bryant's career. Dell, really appreciate the time today for the fan. Uh, certainly. Thanks for calling. It Obviously a trying, trying day. Uh, what was your first reaction yesterday? Well, you know, uh, the, the, my first was uh, because it was just unconfirmed and, and so forth that mm. uh, I got a call very early on. And uh, so I was just hoping that it really, you know, wasn't the case or so on and so forth. And uh, anyway, as uh, information trickled in, uh, it's just, uh, you know, it was bad, but it got worse once you heard that um, his daughter Gianna was uh, on board as well, along with, you know, other people that uh, nine altogether just uh, went from five to nine. And, uh, you know, is uh, just uh, a very incredible thing. I've The two youngest players I coached uh, in uh, all my years in the NBA, uh, whether as head coach or assistant coach, were Kobe and Moses, <clears throat> and uh, both of them uh, died uh, now well before their uh, time. Uh, you would think would have uh, come about. Coach, talk about that whole process when you and Jerry West decided to make that move to get uh, Kobe on draft day. Obviously, you coached his dad as well, so you knew the family uh, from the jump start. Yes, uh, in fact, uh, people have been asking me uh, what was my first impression, uh, you know, when I first saw Kobe, assuming that it was uh, after we had drafted him. But the first time I saw Kobe, uh, he was four years old. (laughs) So my first impression was that he was cute. (laughs) 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 And uh, then, of course, we uh, brought him in for a tryout, uh, you know, look-see uh, before the draft. And uh, he worked uh, against uh, uh, Michael Cooper, uh, who had been out for three or four years, but still, you know, was uh, had been a all-defensive player. And Kobe, even at age 17 at the time, uh, was, um, you know, very, very capable of uh, getting a shot off against Michael and uh, – but uh, anyway, it was a big price uh, that we paid after having that workout and that uh, cost us uh, a really fine player in person in Vladi Divac. But um, we, uh, you know, worked around talking to people and, uh, and uh, got an agreement from Charlotte that uh, if they would take him in that 13th pick, uh, provided he got there, I... Uh, we would uh, you know, give them bloody divots. And so uh, that's the way it turned out. And uh, 
um, there was uh, some talk back and forth, uh, you know, that got out and about in the public, uh, true or not true, but that uh, he uh, wouldn't, uh, didn't want to go to certain teams, you know, that might have drafted him, uh, such as the Nets, for example, at the time. But uh, in any case, uh, we were able to to get him, and um, obviously it's quite a thing to have a a player like that uh, for 20 years there at the franchise. Dale, and you, you talk about that, but what what do you think, because I just saw just a overwhelming uh, sentiment towards him from younger players last night uh, that probably, I mean, I don't know if a lot of these guys knew him, but it, it just felt like it was a, it took a huge toll on, on the NBA last night. I almost felt like the NBA should have canceled the games last night because everybody was just kind of upset. What, what, do you, what, what has Kobe meant to, to the NBA? I mean, did, did we know it was th- his legacy or what he meant to the NBA was bigger than what it is or what we saw yesterday from all these younger players? Well, uh, for good or for bad, I think that uh, his legacy uh, as a uh, a 17-year-old and uh, 18, actually, by the time he got in the game, but um, uh, was such uh, due to his uh, hard work, his focus, his intensity, his competitiveness, um, is something that helped uh, drive this one-and-done that we've had, you know, since, uh, you know, so many kids have uh, picked up that uh, workout and process that he did and um, have uh, developed the ball skills and overall skills that have enabled so many to, uh, while they don't skip uh, anymore, um, they do, you know, one year later, uh, they're coming in. And he and Garnett, um, you know, came out about the same time. And um, that was well after Moses and Bill Willoughby and Daryl Dawkins, but it didn't catch on with those guys. But uh, with uh, Kobe uh, Garnett, uh, they they were so stunning uh, right out of high school, and they were vocal. And uh, I think it had a lot to do with uh, the uh, you know uh, just the increasing the abilities uh, of young players. Talking with Dell Harris, former Milwaukee Bucks head coach, also the first head coach that Kobe Bryant had in his NBA career here on the Wendy's Big Show. Coach, uh, by the way, we appreciate your time, your uh, your respect and everything. I, one of the things for me, being a lifelong uh, Laker fan growing up, the one thing I thought about that made me feel at peace is what him and Shaq did. They eventually squashed all the beefs. They sat down. They had a conversation. They put everything behind them. I think that was one of the best things that I went back to look at. Yeah, that uh, you know shows maturity, and you could see uh, uh, the maturity in uh, Kobe as uh, he progressed. Uh, his uh, his focus uh, in the first eight or ten years was really to be the best he could do to every day and to win every game and uh, you better get on board with me uh, you know if you're a teammate right. because you know I, you know I'm not taking any 
anything less than 100% I'm given, uh, let's go. And uh, so that, but uh, I think his last several years he mellowed out and certainly has become a, a, a much more uh, sociable, passionate, uh, and uh, others-oriented person uh, the older that he got and certainly after his uh, retirement. But uh, relative to that breakup between those two, I have said many times that it's my opinion, no one will ever know, but that if they had found a way to stay together, uh, that... uh, they would have won six or seven of them together. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he got five anyway, and and Shaq got four or five. I, I forget now, but um, they did win some apart, but they could have won them together. Coach, when you had uh, Kobe early on in his career, and obviously he wasn't playing probably as much as he wanted to play those first couple of years. What, what <laughs> no was, kidding. Right. <laughs> well, what was he like to deal with off the floor by not essentially getting his own way and, and being out there as much as he wanted? He was perfect. Uh, and so was Joe. I mean, people wanted to think that Joe would interfere or this or that uh, simply because – you know, we had a relationship, you know, he'd played for me and, that, and actually had had his best pro year with me, which was his last year in the NBA, but then played a lot of years in Europe, which is why uh, Kobe uh, grew up a good bit of his, bit of his youth in, in uh, Italy. But, um, no, Joe and Pam were good. Uh, and Kobe, you know, he he definitely wanted to play more. There's no question about that. Uh, and he competed hard every day to to get that. And but there were some things that worked against him. Uh, two or three things. Uh, number one, what worked against him was uh, at the two and three positions, and he he wasn't physically uh, up to NBA uh, standards as a three when he came out. He was only about 175 pounds. Uh, he didn't come in with a man's body. He came in with a teenage body, uh, unlike uh, LeBron, who came in, you know, with a uh, 30-year-old body. <laughs> and, uh, and he's still 30. But uh, but uh, on Kobe, he was light, uh, and the uh, we had uh, Cedric Sabalos and Eddie Jones, who were all stars from the year before in which we had won 53 games. Now coming in, Kobe comes in at the same time with those guys as all-stars and Shaq coming on board at the same time. So uh, this was not a, a do-over team. This was not a cellar dweller. This is a team that was uh, young as it was. We were you know, fighting for a championship. And that year, uh, we won 56 games that first year and 61 the next. And Shaq missed uh, 31 games that first year and 22 the next. And we still won uh, all those games. And uh, the third thing that worked against Kobe was that his eagerness to play didn't allow him to be patient enough to wait until preseason start just a few days before it started. He played in a pickup game on Venice Beach and broke a hand and didn't get uh, preseason. He didn't get training camp. And uh, he didn't get a play until the second game of the season. 
uh, and it was for real, and he didn't didn't play much or four minutes and didn't score, and uh, he played the next time, and uh, he got his first point, which was a free throw. It was the third game before he got a basket, and but as the the year went on, he just got better and better through his hard work, and the last uh, 22 games of the season, he averaged 10 points uh, a game, and uh, three rebounds, three assists. Uh, he became an important part of the team uh, in the rotation, uh, so that by the time the playoffs came, uh, you know he 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 was a big part of the team. And then the next year, he only started one game because uh, you know we brought in Robert Ory uh, instead of Sabalos, uh, and we brought in Rick Fox, uh, who you know was uh, a real developed man and both Ori and Fox were great defenders along with Eddie Jones and uh, you know Kobe was behind in the defensive area because of his youth and so forth so anyway he but having said that he uh, averaged about 27 minutes a game he was our third leading scorer at 15 points a game off the bench and he um made the all-star team he was so popular with the kids who uh, elected uh, the the team that year at uh, by picking up ballots at uh, mcdonald's and uh he made runner-up six man of the year so he was a big time uh, uh player on that uh in that second year and and uh averaged over 15 a game and then his third year i was only there for the first dozen games but he averaged 20 in that third year and started every game. So, uh, and I want to tell you that third year, he averaged 10 rebounds. Those, those 12 games I had him 20 points and 10 rebounds. Can you imagine that? You know, and you talk about him that way, Dale, and you're popular with the kids. And it just feels like the, the guy, all these, the younger guys are in the NBA right now. It feels like all those guys were, idolized Kobe as as they were growing up. There were a couple of guys from the Boston Celtics were, were taking pictures with Kobe when they were little. Sure. So all, all these guys, these younger guys now are in the NBA were were idols of Kobe. And, it, and maybe Kobe was an idol of Michael, it felt felt like, maybe. No doubt about that. And I can tell you for sure that I watched him many a time on flights uh, running uh, the tapes of uh, of Michael. He studied Michael. Uh, he had done so for a few years, and uh, he he knew his every move. He he, he could do them. Uh, that that uh, turnaround jumper uh, uh, on the mid middle post game, you know that uh, Michael had. Uh, he got that perfectly, and uh, and all his his ball handling skills, and uh, and became actually a little bit better ball handler than Michael. Uh, and Kobe was a, a good defender. Uh, he, he, Michael was a great defender, but Kobe, when he had to, to lock somebody down, could do it. So, and then I got you on the phone. This may be a little bit off top. My, my daughter played basketball at Evansville um, University down in Evansville, Indiana. And they, they used sure. to play at this place called Robert Stadium. And I was yeah. walking around Robert Stadium, and I saw these huge – plaque or on the wall uh I, I guess representing you at, at robert stadium what 
what's your affiliation? Were you? What's your affiliation with with Indiana, the state of Indiana? Were you, are you guys from there? Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, I was from Southern Indiana. Uh, I in the Southern Indiana, well, the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame and the oh, Southern man. Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame and the Southern <laughs> uh, the Evansville Area Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> big time, boys. Big time. <laughs> yeah, your son don't tell us nothing about you. Your son never right, tells us it, it's shocking. All of a sudden, walking around the state, my dog's playing basketball. So you just walk around, you know, go get some food, and they go, "Oh my God, is they, they got a huge thing up here, you know, representing Dale here." Just wondering what the affiliation. Right. Yes, yeah, Southern Indiana. Yeah, yeah, Evansville University. Although now that stadium has moved, I think they're at the Ford Center now down at Evansville. Yeah. I don't know if you get back there that much. Well, yeah, I do. Uh, I do. <laughs> Every year, <laughs> a couple of times. So, yeah, I. Um, so we have uh, the Southern Indiana. Uh, we have a meeting there of so-called Southern Indiana legends every year. You know, we call ourselves that. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so we have that every year at uh, Huntingburg, Indiana. And then um, we uh, also, the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame's Southern Indiana uh, golf event fundraiser uh, is uh, in Washington, Indiana. And that's uh, about 40 miles north of Evansville and I have a niece and nephew that live at Evansville and so forth. So uh, that's where I stay when I go up there. Coach, before we uh, let you go here and and we understand your affiliation still across the game and everything, but one of those guys that we see in this town taking that mentality that that Kobe had seemingly every single day, and we're going to hear from him coming up next is the reigning MVP, Giannis Atetokounmpo. And all your years of coaching basketball and being around the game. Have you ever seen a player like that? Well, uh, yeah, I've seen two or three players like that, except they were different, three different guys. <laughs> you had seven footers that, that could do certain things, and you had uh, uh, six footers that could do certain things that he can do and so forth. And, and big guys, you know, bulky guys that could do things that he can do. I'm talking about the ball handling, scoring and rebounding. He can do it all. So, uh, he, he is incredible and he's a defender. And, uh, uh, so he's, uh, he's terrific. I uh, wish I could have had him, but I'll tell you before I hang up, I got to say, I am proud to say that, um, I still uh, am uh, the coach with the winningest percentage in the Bradley Center, and that will never change. <laughs> no and, chance. And I think my teams still hold the consecutive uh, home game victories uh, stressed over two seasons, but 18. I don't think that's been broken yet, uh, but uh, proud of those things and, and my time uh, in Milwaukee and uh, our youngest son, uh, uh, Dominic, who also does basketball now, uh, he lives in L.A., but he was born in Milwaukee in 1990 when I was coaching there. When the last time you were back here, Dale? Last time I was in Milwaukee. Um, it's been a while. I, I used to come, they used to invite me uh, to, uh, back when uh, Herb Gold still owned it, uh, to the Mac uh, Golf Fundraiser and, and such, Uh and Steiny would uh, uh, always send that invitation out. But once the ownership was changed, uh, 
I've never heard uh, much from them, but oh. uh, I wish them well. I, they've uh, they've done great things. I mean, having the best record in the league right now. How about that? Right. It's awesome. Inc- it's incredible, Coach. We really appreciate the time today, and I understand how, how difficult the day is, but we really appreciate your perspective today. Well, um, I appreciate your concern about it all, and uh, and uh, thank you for having me on. I'm glad to reconnect back there. Uh, hopefully, I have a friend or two that's, that's listening. Well, you got more than two, Coach. We, we really appreciate you for sure. Thanks for all you've done for the Bucks. Thanks, Coach. That's mm-hmm. that's former Milwaukee Bucks coach and also former Los Angeles Lakers head coach and, and a myriad of other organizations. Del Harris myriad. joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. You like that word? I like Has it. your passion outgrown your home? A Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit greatmidwestbank.com. Simply local lending since 1935. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.